This is a story called Susan and Kyle Meet Professor Zog. As we remember from the last story, Susan and Kyle had met with a very special man named Cheyenne. And before he left, he gave them some very special gifts. Each of them got a staff that gave them the ability to do many things. It was very advanced technology, and they could use these staffs to do so many uh, almost superhuman things. So they had, since they had come back to meet their, with their parents and be with their parents, uh, they had been practicing using the staves and trying to figure out all the different technologies and the little surprises that that were in the staff, the staves. And so they had learned a few things like how to fly, how the staff could make them run really fast or make them kind of stronger to when they wanted to lift something up, they could use the staff to help them lift something up. They could use the staff to, they could throw it and it could fly and, and, and hit something and come back. They'd learned so many things, but they realized that there were a lot of other things that they hadn't learned yet. So they were practicing every day and they would go out into the forest near where they lived and just play with the staves and try and practice and learn how, how to do different things with it. So this one particular day, it was on a, on a weekend, so they didn't have to worry about school and they told their parents that they were just going to go out and, and uh, uh, play in the forest. Now, sometimes they, because they wanted to keep these practice sessions secret, sometimes they had a little bit of trouble trying to, to, to get some privacy because when they had come back from, from being on the ocean uh, without any kind of explanation of how, how it had happened, so they were kind of a little bit famous and they were in the, they had been in the newspaper and, and people talked about them all the time and sometimes when they wanted to go out people wanted to take their picture or they wanted to interview them or ask them questions so sometimes they had trouble getting getting uh, some privacy to do these practice sessions but this particular saturday they didn't have any trouble and so they went out to the forest and they were practicing their martial arts using the staff. Did you see that jump? Yeah, I saw it. All right, let me try this. I'm gonna try a super speed spinning like a helicopter. All right, go. Whoa, I'm almost flying. Okay, well don't fly that way. That's not the best way to fly. Okay. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Wow, I think I learned a new thing about this that I can spin it so fast that even if something was flying at me like, like I don't know, maybe if there were some gunshots or something, then I could just stop them by spinning this really fast. You mean kind of like a shield? Yeah, kind of like a shield. Cool. Have you learned anything new today? Well, watch this. So Kyle took the staff and he held it 
horizontally. So it was the same direction as the ground. And he just kind of thought about something. Immediately, four legs sprouted out from it, and it spread out very, very wide and looked like a table. Do you care to eat some food? Wow, it turned into a table. Yes, and not only that, this table has little drawers and things in it. Really? Yes. Let's take a look. So they opened one drawer, and they saw some things that kind of looked like seeds. What are they? Well, I'm not sure. I just looked at them before, but they look kind of like seeds. Let's try taking one out and pour, pouring some water on it. Okay. So they took out one of the seeds. They were, these ones were red seeds, and there were a lot of them. And then they put one under, they dug a hole in the ground and put it in the, in the hole, and covered it up with dirt, and then they poured some water on it. Immediately, a red plant started growing up out of the ground. It grew and grew until, until it was almost as tall as Susan and Kyle. Whoa, cool. Look, there's some fruit on it. Yeah, you, you want to try? Okay. There were very small looking, kind of like berries on the, on the ends of the branches. So Susan and Kyle reached up and each picked a berry. Ready? Here goes. So they ate, each one ate a berry. Mmm, delicious. Hey, I feel so strong. Me too. Let's see what we can do. Let's go over to that big log over there and see if we can lift it. Okay. No problem. Then they threw the log all the way to the other side of the, the pond. I think whenever we use one of those red seeds, it makes a plant that we can eat the fruit and then it makes us strong. You're right. Wow, cool. What else do they have in the table? So then they opened a different drawer. In this drawer, there were blue seeds. And they planted one in the ground and watered it and watched it grow. Let's try this one. This time, the fruits were more like blue mini bananas. They didn't taste like bananas, but they looked kind of like bananas. <laughs> Funny taste. Mm. I think I like the red one more. Me too. Let's see what happened. Hmm. Do you think it made us strong? I don't know. Let's try. <clears throat> no, I think the effects of the red one have already worn out. Well, what does this blue one do? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it makes us go fast? Okay, let's try. Try running over there. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, where are you? Uh, wow, I'm over here. That was amazing. I ran so fast. Welcome back. Okay. <laughs> so he just came back super, super fast. Ah, so the blue one makes us go fast. Cool, strong, fast. Then they opened all the other drawers and they saw that each drawer had a different color and different kind of shaped seeds. And there were other things other than seeds in the, in the drawers. There were different kinds of 
objects that they could take out and throw around and play with, and they did different things. One of them looked kind of like a little mini spider, and it was a tiny robot that could crawl around and carry things, carry small objects, and listen. It would listen to them and obey their orders. So if they said crawl up the tree, then it would crawl up the tree and carry something up there. Very, very useful things. Some one was a very thin-looking string, but it was extremely strong, so they could it could hold almost anything. It was very, very powerful string. So many different kinds of objects in, in tiny little drawers in this in this table. Wow, so cool! Yeah. Well, I think that's enough practice for today. Come on, let's pack it up and go back home. Okay. So they took their staves and they went back home and and uh, had a yummy dinner with their parents at home. Then they were watching the news at home, and they saw that on the news there was a bank robbery going on right at that moment. And the worst thing about the bank robbery was that. There were hostages in the bank, people being held at gunpoint, and nobody could help them because the the bad guys were in there, the thieves were in there, and they were they were threatening. They were saying, "You cops can't come in here, or we will start to hurt these people." So the police couldn't go into the building and couldn't stop the bad guys, and the the they were waiting for a big bus because they had told they told the police that they want. A big bus, so they can all escape in the big bus and go to a, an airplane and fly out of the country. So while that was happening, Susan and Kyle looked at each other. Hmm. They both went after they finished dinner. They both went up to their room. Hey, Susan, what? We need to go and do something about that. I was thinking exactly the same thing, but we have to be careful. Why? Because we don't want anybody to know that it's us. Why not? Because if people know it's us, then maybe some of the bad guys will will come to our house and and do bad things. Maybe break the house or hurt mom and dad or hurt us. Hmm. You might be right. So we have to hide our identity. <clears throat> yes, we have to hide our identity. Hmm. Well, I've got this mask that I used to wear. Kind of like a Zorro mask that I had from, from last Halloween. Okay, you can wear that, and I'll wear this scarf. Remember, I used this scarf with the two holes in it that I used to cover my eyes last time. Yes. Okay. So we'll each have a mask on, and then we'll go and stop those bad guys. Cool. Hey, hey, hey! Wait a minute. What? We have to have a name. Huh? We have to have a name. What do you mean? Well, you know, if people see us helping them and stopping the bad guys, and then the the police come over and say, "Well, you did a good job today, there, you little boy and girl." What's your name? We can't tell them our real names, right? Uh, I guess not. So, what do you think's a good name? Well, I don't know. Maybe the uh, bad guy stoppers. No. Um, the 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 super the super brother sister. No. Um. Oh, I know. Double trouble. 
Double Trouble sounds cool, but I think somebody already used that. Oh, well, I don't know. Hmm. Well, we're twins, right? Uh-huh. And we're gonna work like a team, right? Uh-huh. So why don't we just call ourselves the twin team? The twin, the twins team. The twins team, okay. We are the twins team. So if the police come over and say, Hey, thank you for helping us, little boy and girl. What's your name? We are the twins team. Cool. Okay. Come on. Let's go stop the bad guys. So they each climbed out of the window and got their staves and put their masks on and then flew out to where the bank was. Do you remember where the bank was? Yeah, it's somewhere over here. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think I see it down there. Yeah, okay. Come in slowly. Don't fucking fast. Okay. Uh, we don't want to spook the bad guys. Okay, let's go and land just outside the police perimeter. Now, I have an idea. Remember last time when we were practicing and we used the, the staffs to make us invisible? Let's try that. Okay. Okay, I'm with you now. All right. Ready? Now think about being invisible. So when both Susan and Kyle thought about being invisible, they became invisible. As long as they were holding the staff, they, they couldn't be seen. But the problem, what they were thinking because they wanted to just walk right into the, to the bank and stop the bad guys from inside but the problem was was that all the doors were locked and there was no easy way in if they wanted to get in they would have to break the doors and the, then the, the bad guys would know that they were there hmm, we have a problem we can't break in because then they'll know where we are hmm, you're right what can we do I don't know but do you think that this that the staffs can let us do something like from from far away what do you mean i mean like maybe like move something but we're not even touching it you mean telekinesis telekinesis yeah you mean like moving something with your with without touching it yes well, i don't know we can try i guess all right so they started to concentrate Meanwhile, inside the bank, all the thieves and the, the bad guys were walking around with guns, holding guns to, and just pointing them at people and yelling at them and telling them to stay down and not move. And they also had, a few of them had, had even had bombs in their hands so that if in case the police came in, then the bombs would explode or they, they, they could protect themselves using the bombs. So, while they were walking around, one of them noticed that his gun was feeling heavier and heavier. <clears throat> hey, what's going on with my gun? What are you talking about? My gun, it's, it's, uh, it's getting really heavy. What are you talking about getting heavy? How can your gun get heavy? Uh, I can barely hold it in my arms. Oh, whoop. So he dropped the gun onto the ground. Whoa, my gun feels like it's made of lead. <laughs> you can't even lift your own gun? 
You're such a little weakling. You, hey, what's going on with my gun? Hey, what's going on over there? Hey, our guns, they're getting heavier. Come on over here, help us out. What's going on? Hey, guys, do you need some help? Yeah, our guns. Ooh, this gun is too heavy. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you guys are really weak. You uh, Hey, my gun's getting heavy too. Okay. <sighs> hey, that landed on my foot. Huh. See, we, at least we were smart enough to get our foot out of the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <sighs> oh, my toe. Mm, this is very strange. We better go tell the boss. So then they went over and told the, the biggest, strongest, baddest looking guy there. Uh, boss. What do you want? Um, uh, uh, sorry, but uh, uh, we can't seem to hold our guns anymore. What? What are you talking about? Uh, our, all of our guns got too heavy to hold. Too heavy to hold? What are you talking about? I, it's, I can't explain it. All of a sudden, our guns got too heavy, and, and now we can't carry them anymore. The only thing we have left are our bombs. <sighs> you guys are idiots. You don't even know how to hold something. Just take the gun. Take your gun in your hand. In your hand. Hey, mine's getting heavy, too. What's going on here? Exactly. It's the same thing. This is very strange. Something. It must be a new weapon that the police are using. I'm going to call them on the phone. Hey, you police officers. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what weapon you're using to make our guns heavy, but we still have the bombs. If you try anything, we'll let them off and everybody here dies. Yes, I really mean it. What do you mean you don't know anything about our guns? What do you mean you don't know anything about a special weapon? I don't believe you. All right. If you don't, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to set off one bomb. That's right. All right, boys, we're going to go scare the police. Go and take one of the bombs and put it near a window. Now make sure nobody's close to the window. I don't want to lose any hostages yet, or any of you guys, either. Now let the bomb off, and then make sure that the police can see it. Got it? Uh, yes, sir. So immediately, the, the one of the thieves went over to one of the windows, holding, holding the bomb. And this one was kind of a smaller one. And uh, so he pulled the, pulled the little pin that was going to release the bomb. And he put it next to the window and made sure all the police from outside could see that he was putting it there. And then he ran away from the bomb as quickly as he could. But what happened to the bomb? It started to follow him from behind. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, 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 boss, the bomb is following. Well, run! I am running! Well, run faster! Oh, I don't know why I tired these guys. Alright, let me do it. So then the big bad boss went over. Took an even bigger bomb this time and put it near the window. Alright, if anybody tries anything... I'm going to let this bomb go off. 
And this time, he tied the bomb to the, the, the waist of one of the, the hostages, one of the people who work at the bank, who was so scared. Oh, oh, please don't hurt me. Just don't move, and then you won't get hurt. Got it? Okay. So then, this time, when he pulled the pin out and waited, then nothing happened with the, the bomb. And he was waiting and waiting and waiting. He didn't see the bomb, like the ticker on the bomb, move at all. It stopped moving. Hey, what's going on? This bomb isn't even, the timer isn't even working. The timer stopped. Who stopped this timer? Who got this bomb? This is a fake bomb. I don't know, but uh, it doesn't seem to be working, boss. Maybe we should uh, give up. Give up? I'm not going to give up. Well, boss, we don't have any guns, and, and the bombs don't seem to be working properly, so I think we should probably give up. Meanwhile, outside, Susan and Kyle were starting to laugh because it was getting kind of funny. They had been controlling all of the, the, the weapons inside the, the bank. They made the guns super heavy, and then they made the bombs start to work the wrong way. So they knew that pretty soon the thieves and the bad guys wouldn't have anything left to keep the police out. And sure enough, the police, after a few minutes, realized that the bad guys didn't have any guns or bombs anymore. So then they, they were talking to them amongst themselves, the police. It looks as though the, uh, the assailants don't have any more weapons to speak of. All right, perhaps we should, uh, well, what's your recommendation? I think it would probably be a good idea to, uh, to break down the door and, and get in and secure the hostages. I, I agree with that. All right, so prepare your men for uh, going on in. Okay. So then, after one minute, Oh, the police broke down the doors and went in and caught the bad guys and brought them out. Everyone was so happy and they were cheering and all the, the news cameras were there. and every, Everyone was so relieved that no one had gotten hurt. The bad guys couldn't understand what had happened. I, I just, I don't understand. How, how did that happen that our guns got so heavy and the bombs weren't working? I just don't get it. So... Susan and Kyle knew exactly how it had happened because they had used the stabs to make, to make everything not work for the bad guys. So they were feeling very good about themselves. And they went home and had a nice sleep. And then in the morning, they had to go to school. Then, on their way back from school, they decided to go and practice in the forest again. Wow, that was so cool yesterday. We actually used our powers to do good. It's not our powers, it's the staff, okay? Okay, okay, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know what you mean, and I feel pretty good about it too. So they were very, very happy, and they were practicing different things to do with their staff. When they heard kind of a strange sound. It sounded like something moving through the air. When they turned around, they saw that somebody was standing there. He looked like a middle-aged man, quite healthy and strong-looking, and very intelligent-looking, and he was looking at them very, very calmly, but in a very interested way. And both Susan and Kyle immediately 
did not like him. They had a very bad feeling. Uh, excuse me, uh, who are you? My name is Professor Zog. Professor Zog? That's right. Actually, I know uh, your principal, your school principal. Oh, um, how did you come here so fast? Oh, that's not important. But uh, I have a question for you. You are Susan and Kyle, right? Uh, well, yes. Hmm, I see. I was, uh, I was curious, you know. Uh, I was watching the news last night and I saw that there was a, a bank robbery going on. Yes. And uh, I noticed uh, in one of the TV shots that there was a little boy and little girl wearing a mask, and they were in the corner of the near the behind the police lines. Oh, uh, we don't know anything about that, really. Well, you see, I put this together with the information about uh, two bo uh, two a brother and a sister that were on the ocean a few months ago and uh, they got lost in the water. Uh, yes? You see, I am very, very interested to know about why you were lost for such a long time and where did you go? Well, uh, like we told the police and like we told everybody, we were just on the water the whole time. You see, I find that very difficult to believe. And I have some information about the area where you were lost. You, you have some information? What are you talking about? Susan and Kyle were very, very nervous because they knew that Professor Zog was talking about the island where they had found Cheyenne. But they wanted to keep that information secret because Cheyenne had told them that all of that technology on the island was was too advanced and the people were not ready for that yet so they didn't want anyone to know where it was so they were trying to be very careful about what they said well we don't know anything about we, we were just on the water I see well are you sure that there was no island or anything in the vicinity of where you were lost uh, <laughs> uh, islands? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, like I said, if we'd seen an island, we would have we would have gone towards it, you know, to to save our lives. We were just lucky that the water brought us back to 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 the shore. I see. Those look like very interesting devices in your hands. Oh, Susan and Kyle tried to hide the the staves behind their back. Hmm, yes, now I'm pretty sure I know who you are and where you went. You see, I used to know Mr. Cheyenne. <gasps> you used to know him? Yes, I did. In fact, I used to know him very well. We are from the same place. Oh, uh, I see. But we have very different goals. Mr. Cheyenne wished to help people and wished to do all kinds of wonderful things. I did not wish to do that at all. I have my own interests. Oh, well, 
I'm sorry, but we're not interested in your knowing what you want. Can you please leave us alone? I'm afraid I can't do that because you are holding something that I want. Susan and Kyle immediately pulled their staves out and started to defend themselves. All right, you better leave us alone or we will, we will, you will what? We'll, 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 we'll hurt you. <laughs> you cannot hurt me. I have my own special devices. And he pulled out what looked like a ball. He started moving the ball around and pushing it, pushing buttons and different things on the outside. It started to glow. And then, before Susan and Kyle could stop what was happening, the ball flew out and two arms came out from the sides. Two, two arms with hands. And as it flew out towards Susan and Kyle, it grabbed both of their staves and flew back to Professor Zog so quickly. No! You got our staffs! <laughs> that was too easy. Now, little boy and little girl, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to leave you. There's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye forever. No! So Professor Zog pushed some more buttons on, the, on the, his ball, and they made, all of a sudden, there were two boxes, and the staffs went into each box and then the 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 professor zog st stood on a platform and immediately flew up into the air to the sky goodbye little boy little girl don't miss what i've taken <laughs> oh no what are we gonna do he's stolen our staves those are the very Im most important technology, and he's going to be able to use those to find the island. And when he finds the island, he'll find all of the other technologies that Cheyenne created. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to stop him. He looked too powerful, like he ha had a lot of experience using those things. Yeah, I know. Oh, so both Susan and Kyle felt very, very sad. And they went back home, and they tried to figure out a way to try and get back the staves from Professor Zog. He's, he, but he seemed to be too powerful. I don't know what we're going to do. So while they were sitting there and drinking some, some uh, juice and trying to think of ways to stop Professor Zog, they heard a tapping at the window. When they looked up, they saw two boxes floating in the air outside the window. Huh? The boxes, those look like the boxes that Professor Zog put our staves in. What happened? And they opened up the window. The two boxes floated down onto the bedroom floor. And they opened the boxes and saw that their staves were there. My staff! My staff! Oh, cool! Hey, how did this happen? You know what? I guess, I'm betting that Professor Zog didn't realize that these staves are, are, are programmed to come back to you and me. You mean they escaped from him? Yeah, something like that. Wow, these are super staves. Yeah, and they're ours. Now we have to be more careful from now on because Professor Zog knows where we live and we're going to have to try and learn how to defend ourselves and use the staves to keep him away and to stop him from doing bad things. I agree. Well, 
Maybe we're going to have to try and figure out how this staff can teach us. I think you're right. So Susan and Kyle decided the next day to try and figure out how the staffs could teach them more and more so that they could defend themselves against Professor Zog. And we will learn about how they learn from the staff in later stories. For more great stories, visit storieswithmichael.com. <laughs>